Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. We, therefore, ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. John 3, chapter 1, verse 8. In the verses preceding this, our opening passage, John commends those that the letter is written to for walking in the truth, for treating both the brethren and strangers well, for showing good Christian character, all of the fruits of the Spirit, the character of Jesus, for being selfless, loving, and charitable, and for helping those who are evangelizing to be able to continue on their way so that they could bring the gospel to the lost. He then tells them that if we help those that labor for the Lord, then we will be counted as partakers in their work. That means that for everything that they're able to do, God will actually reward you. It's like putting interest to the talent. That you've been given. Because you see that these people had left everything to be able to go and to preach Jesus. They had given up their own lives to allow Christ to live through them and continue his work in the earth until his return. Therefore, by helping them, they helped Jesus who was working through them and would be rewarded accordingly in heaven. Yet more than that, they would be counted as partakers in that work. Think about that for a moment. How greatly do we esteem those of the early church who got to help Jesus in his work, who tended to his needs and eased his burdens on his journeys. Those disciples and those who helped them then after pondering on this, come to realize that if Christ is truly working through someone and you help them, then truly you are helping Jesus. It really is no different. Your story will be the same as the disciples at the great white throne judgment. How amazing is that revelation? What great expectation we have to look forward to that we can participate in the work of Jesus every day by helping those whom he uses on their way. Again, we reread that passage with a little more context in Third John chapter 16, starting in verse 6, where it says that others had borne witness of the charity of the people in this church that they had brought others forth on their journey after a godly sort and that they did well for doing it. They helped those that were evangelizing to be able to continue on their way because that for his name's sake, speaking of Jesus, they went forth, taking nothing of the Gentiles. In other words, they preached to the lost for free. Therefore, we, speaking of the saved, ought to receive such to help them that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. 
And who is the truth except the Holy Spirit, the very spirit of truth, the spirit of Jesus, who is the truth, the way, and the life. You are a helper to Jesus Christ when you do this. Remember what Jesus himself said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 39. He said, he that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Speaking of those who were just described by John in this other passage later on in the narrative. Those who had given up everything that they wanted in life in order to let Christ live through them. They gave up their life, and in doing so, they found a better one. They found eternal life. Jesus continues by saying, He that receiveth you, who give up everything to let me live through you, they receive me. And he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet... In the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And I would add, is Christ not a prophet? And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And I would add, is Christ not a righteous man? And whosoever shall give a drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water, even if only in the name of a disciple. Verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. Remember Jesus said that when he returned, the kingdom of heaven would be like a man dividing between the goats and the sheep. He'd put one on the right side and one on the left. He would separate between those who had helped the needy, had fed the hungry, had given water to the thirsty, had clothed the naked, had went to those imprisoned and ministered unto them and helped them. Those were the ones that would be gathered into the Father's born, but those who didn't, they would be rejected. And the disciples replied, when have we done these things or not done these things? And he ended that parable by saying, if you have done it to the least of these, my brethren, then you have done it to me. Because remember that the scripture also tells us that those that are led of his spirit, they are the sons and daughters of God. So you're not truly part of Christ's brethren unless you're allowing yourself to be led by his spirit. And if his spirit lives within you, if you've given up your life to follow Christ, then it's not yours anymore. But Christ that lives in you moves through you and the things that you do, it's him doing it. It's his righteousness. It's his grace. It's his power. It's his will. And anyone who helps you helps him. Because you see, it comes down to the simplicity of this reality. That Christ is really the only one that is getting rewarded for living righteously. That is to say, for doing what God says is right. We, however, can be rewarded with him for helping him do it. For allowing him to use us or for aiding those who did. Those who gave up their own lives to follow him. You see, his works will bear fruit. The fruits of the Spirit. Which we know are the characteristics of Jesus that's why Jesus said that the only way to really know what root a tree is drawing from is to examine the fruit. He says, beware, there are wolves in sheep's clothing. There are those who look the part, but there's something else in their heart. They're following the leading of another voice. 
They've not given up their own will, their own life. They're still living by their own choices and what they think is right. Jesus spoke only what the Father told him. And the very Spirit of Jesus who comes and abides in us when we seek him in faith and listen will teach us who he is, give us his instructions, and empower us to walk in his righteousness. What he says is right in every situation and circumstance of our life. And in doing this, will his works bear fruit through us, while every other work will burn up and be useless at best and destructive at worst. They will either produce no fruit or bad fruit. And we know what happens to the trees that bear bad fruit because it is the evidence that's being led of a bad root. So test the spirits. Examine the fruit. And help those who are truly the habitation of Christ. And you will be rewarded and trusted to continue to do it in the next life. We know by what Jesus said when he said that many would prophesy, cast out devils, and do many wonderful works, but still be rejected, that not every work is a God work. It is only Christ's work that will be accepted, because he only does the will of the Father, which is in heaven. So allow him to work through you and help others who do the same. In this will you be fruitful and blessed and truly rewarded on the final day. For as we read in Romans chapter 8 verse 17 that if we are led of his spirit we will be his sons and daughters and if we are the children of God then we are heirs of God. Joint heirs in fact with Christ. And if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together with him. We will be rewarded for everything that he has done. Not because of our own abilities, wisdom, or righteousness, but because we had the faith to help him. Lord, give us wisdom to truly digest this revelation. Give us the ability to see it for what it really is. To understand the dire need for discernment. To recognize the spirits that we're listening to and to not be led of men who may be led of demons or even their own ambitions. But to seek you daily and be led of your spirit. To surrender and to submit To let you use us how you see fit. To give up our own will and wants and desires and understanding. And rather in everything acknowledge you our need to hear from you, to be led by you, to be empowered by you. To have you direct our path that we might not stray from the narrow and righteous one. Because we have no righteousness in and of ourselves. But when we lay ourselves down and give up our life, our will, what we think is right, 
say, not my will, but thy will be done, Lord Jesus. You come, live and breathe and have your being in us. And then do as you instruct. It is in that moment that we truly come alive and begin to walk in the righteousness of our Christ. And oh, what a day of rejoicing that will be when he receives the reward of his suffering and we stand with him, his brethren, who helped him. Now, having said all of that, I have to be honest with you. The Bible talks about us partaking in the rewards of Christ, but it also talks about us partaking in the fellowship of his sufferings. Because the reality is this, that if Jesus abides within us, then the same enemy that persecuted him will persecute us. Because that it has a great hatred for Jesus, the adversary will stop at nothing to hinder the work that our Christ is still doing in this earth through us. So I'm not telling you that it will be easy, that it will always be a bed of roses with no thorns. What I am saying is that it will be worth it. So endure. So today, Lord, we pray for endurance, for strength of spirit, for revelation, for understanding, for clarity of vision. Help us to see the hope that is set before us so that even as Christ himself did, we might draw strength and endurance from that, having faith for what God has promised. Let us press forward to the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus. Let us through love be willing to press on through whatever we must, knowing that he is with us, the fourth man in the fire. He is our strength, our source of hope, and our blessed assurance. That what he has promised, he will fulfill. His words will not return void. He will keep his covenants. And there will be a day of rejoicing coming for us. If we keep the faith, if we stand fast, if we maintain our profession and our fruitfulness by keeping our eyes on Jesus and our heart set for him. By trusting in him to finish what he started. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.